Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the 70s. The clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. Riddle me this. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Adoken! Kiss Files starts now. Or the stone pudding or something. I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of the fig But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Kiss files starts now. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Why so serious? Riddle me this. Haven't had a lot of company in a long time, but if I were expecting some, I'd whip up a really ugh, substantial meal. You see how strong I am? <laughs> From eating all this stuff. to the case that meets the eye. Judgment of you. Why so serious? But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Kiss files. Now. You seem to be well grounded in the case file, Detective. Are you 
through the 70s, the clothes, the music, the heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. But there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Always wet your eyes, your pants. Or the stone pudding or something. I mixed up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbon in the fig leaf. If I were expecting some, I'd whip up a really good, substantial meal. You see how strong I am? <laughs> I'm eating all this stuff.
What is up guys, Soul here for another video. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe for more as we are currently growing the channel. Hope you guys are having a... <laughs> what is it? Uh, some of you guys might be off, some of you guys may be working. I'm actually off. We have President's Day today, so I'm off. Um, now, we, I didn't have internet. I've only had internet today till like, what, maybe two to three hours ago. We didn't have internet here for since the morning till like 12 1 p.m um we had a winter storm here um luckily everything is melting away um they said it's gonna snow again on wednesday apparently so uh i don't know but the sun's out it feels really it's really cool outside like driving on snow and seeing the sun melted away at the same time is kind of cool uh but yeah so i was actually supposed to do this tomorrow but I'm like, well, I have internet now. I don't know if what's going to happen tomorrow. So let me go ahead and do this now. Um, since this is kind of a recent movie that came out not too long ago. Um, actually, uh, it came out Friday. Uh, cool, what's going on? Uh, cool and says, got 30 minutes left of the movie. <laughs> uh, man, um, well... Hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully you can go through the movie while I talk, do some little uh, intro promo stuff. What's going on, Coolin? Uh, good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, so that's why I did this review today. I was actually supposed to do it tomorrow, but like I said, I don't want to, you know, I'd rather do this today. Um, you know, the movie came out Friday, so I don't want to, you know, when you, you're doing movie reviews, you got to do it kind of in that bubble when it comes out. So quick updates, quick updates. Um, so good news. So NerdPill now has the community tab. So we, we have the community tab now on the channel. So what this means is um, aside from updates on Instagram, Twitter, you know, uh, Discord, now I'll be updating you guys on the community tab as well. You guys have already seen some of the stuff I put up there. Um, you know, when a video comes out, uh, like a pre-record, I'll go ahead and put it out there. If I'm about to do a stream, I'll post a little reminder a couple of hours beforehand, just so we can kind of counter, counter attack the, um, notifications. I know they're kind of, you know, dumb. So the community tab will definitely help me out a lot with that. Uh, also I got, I'm going to put some really funny memes out. Funny, funny to me, but hopefully funny to y'all, but I'm going to put some memes on the on the on the tab every now and then um but recently i put a a poll up and you guys have already done pretty well on that you guys already participated on that so i put a poll up uh like what 20 hours ago so just the other day not too far uh it was uh what was it? it was the yeah it was what platform are you gaming on currently and so far we got um this i think it was kind of interesting to see uh, what you guys said so we got 15 percent is on the ps5 
12% on Xbox Series X. <laughs> this one was kind of shocking. No one said no one has the Nintendo Switch. I thought that was kind of uh, kind of weird. I thought someone would be a Switch player, um, but zero on the Switch. Um, it's 26% PC, and overall 47% on older gen with um, previous platforms. So a lot of you guys were on the PS4. Fair enough. So. Uh, yeah, we put this out 21 hours ago, so it's not even a day old on the poll. So we will be doing more polls. Um, I'll try to do one at least once a week. It could be topic-related, could be stream-related, video-related to a video, or it may not be. This may be something like like this one, which is just gaming. It might be one day it might be, what's, what what are your favorite, like your top five mangas or your top five animes? or It could be anything. So um, just look out for that. But you guys definitely, um, you know participated um and i'm gonna keep this poll up for like the whole week i want to see you know what the you know what more people will say what they're currently gaming on but um that's that i'll definitely be using that community tab a lot um for updates and stuff like that uh don't forget available on spotify google Podcasts, stitcher and anchor uh also available on those audio formats um oh if you missed the interview with Ernie from Blurred Without Fear yesterday, definitely check that out. Shout out to Ernie from Blurred Without Fear. Um, really good YouTuber, really good content creator, um, fellow brother, fellow Blurred in the space, doing his thing on comic books and movies and Marvel content, DC content, just all types of stuff. So shout out to Ernie for that. You know what's actually shocking about that was I wasn't even sure. I was kind of shocked when he replied. I was like, what? I was like, at first I thought it was someone else. I'm like, wait, who is this? I'm like, oh, wait, wow, it's Blood Without Fear. It's him. Like, I was shocked when I got the, the email reply. I'm like, whoa, okay, like, we're doing it. Um, so that was interesting. I was like, huh, okay, cool. Because um, I always wanted to collab with him. You know, he's a good channel, good YouTuber, um, represents a lot of what um nerd pill is all about so it's like hell yeah you know so shout out to uh ernie uh for coming on um that was definitely a good interview that was one of my top ones i would say for sure for sure so if you missed that definitely check it out um we did it yesterday so um you can see it on the playlist the interview playlist um check that out that was pretty good uh, I'm trying to see, uh, update, update. Um, well, I actually had an interview today that was supposed to happen, but my guy didn't reply back, so we're going to do that later. I don't know when, but later. Um, also, if you haven't joined a Discord, the Oasis, you definitely are have the option to. Um, more updates, announcements there, general chat. Uh, manga anime recommendations in there so you can check out the uh, discord if you're interested if you use discord um i will be doing you guys notice i haven't done a gameplay stream in a while no that's because of yesterday's interview that kind of you know took that place of yesterday but i will be doing some short pre-record videos um of gameplay every now and then so I asked this, asked people in the, in the Discord, if you have a Steam account or you're on PS, PlayStation or Xbox, uh, there's a section on my Discord for gamer IDs. You can put your ID, whatever platform you're on. And um, I will be doing kind of like a game night type situation with certain games. Um, hopefully, 
um, trying to get enough people so we can do like an actual tournament at some of these games that we choose, but um, we'll grow that as, you know, the time comes. I think that's all my updates for now. I think that's all my updates. Um, I'm trying to get cool in some more time. I think that's all my updates for now. Um, that's pretty much it. There's really nothing... I mean, I guess expect maybe a video tomorrow? Eh, maybe? Um, oh, okay, another big kind of... Not spoiler, but... Um, I got this next interview. Well, the guy already said he's down to do it. And uh, this guy's channel is awesome. Like, he's awesome. Like, he... Like, he's a, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but he's, it's, it's related to Dragon Ball. That's all I'm going to say. So he's related to Dragon Ball, but he replied, he said he was, he was down to do it. And I was like, oh crap, this is good. You know, he's, he's really dope. So, um, little teaser on that. Um, cool and sorry. <laughs> that's all the updates I got. I don't know what other updates to tell y'all, but, um, that's all I got. Um, so, uh, I wanted to do a review on um, the movie uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Now, this one will be kind of tricky because this is a biopic. Um, if you guys notice, when I do reviews, um, I usually do like superhero stuff, sci-fi stuff. This is my first time doing a review on a biopic. Now, I've watched biopics before. Of course, it's not my first biopic I've watched, but I've never actually reviewed it, right? And uh, I feel like this was kind of tricky because there will be one side of the coin that says, well, if you don't give this a high rating, well, some, you're, you know, something, you know, I feel like there's a pro-black section will say, if you don't give this a high rating, then oh, something's wrong with you or you're not black or something like that. There'll be some type of other side of it that'll try to judge you because you didn't give it a high rating. Um, I can understand, you know, like certain non-blacks reviewing things. Oh yeah, it's definitely amazing because like they because they, they have to. Like if if a non-black says, "Oh, this movie sucks," like then a you know a bunch of people just come out. You like you better change your mind. You better re rescore your review and all that. So I'm like, uh, this one, this movie's a bit. Biopics are eh, I don't know. I never reviewed one before, so I'm like, okay, I'll I'll take the challenge and uh, try to <laughs> somewhat review it, um, critique it. Uh, because on one side, I'm like, okay, I can critique it, like, okay, acting, okay, transitions, direction, um, plot, you know, um, that sort of thing, right? What I like and dislike, right? And then on the other side, it's like, oh, well, it's a biopic, as long as it's able to tell the story that actually happened, then, oh, it's a 10 out of 10, like, eh, you know, so, um, that's my whole thing when it comes to biopics. Um, but I'm gonna try my best and uh, after I do my commentary um, Anyone who's uh, you know has their opinions about Judas and the Black Messiah, please uh, you can go ahead and join the panel I'll give you the links out later um, to, to hear your thoughts um, on it. What's going on Golden Eagle? What's up? What's up? <laughs> we just we didn't we didn't you didn't miss anything. We actually just started like I I took like literally like 18 minutes of updates <laughs> uh, So you didn't really miss anything Golden Eagle, but what up? So, yeah. Uh, so what? Let's just start. Let's let's. Because remember, when I do these reviews, I'm not writing notes or anything like that. I'm not. This is not scripted or anything. You know, I asked the Discord and the Oasis, like, hey, do you guys prefer? You guys before? Um, 
oh who directed this movie let me well let's let's check we're about to check uh so this was directed by shaka king uh this was directed by shaka king uh let's see shaka king uh made um newlyweds back in 2013 um coca loco a short film let's see tv high maintenance people of, of earth uh, random acts of flyness so a couple little things here and there so that's what who made this shaka king um so yeah not scripted i don't do review scripted because you know you can search those you can search tons of reviews out there that are like four or five minutes and they're scripted and i don't know to me they just don't sound that great so i don't like doing it and you know people in the discord are like oh you know life change are more fun i'm like okay fine fair enough let's do it so uh here we are right so um this is about um so judas and the black messiah covers let me see if i can give you like a short um let me see it basically uh goes over um the criminal william bill o'neill and how he was basically a double agent uh, working for the panther party and also working for the fbi and how he portrayed uh fred hampton so that's what the the movie's about um this is a short little thing about it right um so yeah uh frederick Allen Hampton. Yeah. So let me go back. Let me go back. Okay. So as always, I want to cover little other details about it. Uh, I read what's going on. Uh, Bill O'Ryan question mark. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, Golden Eagle? What, what about Bill O'Ryan? Black curls. What's going on? So directed by Shaka King, uh, produced by Charles D. King, uh, Ryan Coogler, and I, I actually, after watching, I'm like, oh, produced by a Coogler, Coogler who made a Black Panther. So go figure, he's in this. Um, story by Will Burson. Um, we got, uh, let's see what else we got. So the release date was February 1st. Um, this was also available on HBO Max. Oh, the movie is about uh, Fred Hampton and uh, Bill O'Neill. Oh, sorry, sorry. Bill O'Neill, not O'Brien. O'Neill, O'Neill. So the release date was February 1st, but the U.S. release was uh, February 12th. So this came out Friday. Runtime, 126 minutes. So this is a two-hour film. It is very lengthy. Indeed, indeed. Um, indeed, indeed. Uh, budget, $26 million. Um, box office was 2.5 million. Now you, you look at that and <laughs> that's pretty bad. You got to consider once again, what the current environment is like, you know, theaters are not open. If theaters were open, maybe this would have made a lot more money, but, um, I I'm going to see what the box off, what the, the overall, um, you know, profit will be later on, but 2.5 million is not a lot. But you also got to consider this is a biopic too. You know, um, I don't know a lot of biopics that make a few of them make money, but not all of them make money, um, right? So I'm not going to read this whole thing. But in the late uh, 1960s, 70-year-old petty criminal William Bill Orion is arrested in Chicago after attempting to hijack a car while posing as a federal officer. He is approached by FBI agent Roy Mitchell. We're going to talk about the cast uh, soon. Who offers to have O'Neill's charges dropped if he works undercover for debut? 
Uh, O'Neill is assigned to infiltrate the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party and its leader, Fred Hampton. So let's just go over the cast because the cast is actually pretty good. The cast is really good. So we have Daniel Kaluuya. Um, we've seen him in Get Out. We've seen him in Black Panther. Go figure. <laughs> Kugler and Daniel working together. Um, he is Fred Hampton in this movie, chairman of the Black Panther Party chapter in Chicago. Um, let me, my little thoughts on him first, right? Daniel was great in this film. Daniel was really good. Um, I, 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 I saw that, that accent he was trying to do, and I know he was trying to, I guess he was trying to adapt his accent to that of the actual real Fred Hampton. Um, so it was, at first I was kind of like, eh? Daniel? But then I was like, oh, okay, wait, you know, I get it. I, I get it. He's trying to portray this character. Fair enough. But he was really good. Um, Daniel was pretty good. And, you know, Daniel's been, I think Daniel's been on point for the most part, you know? Uh, what's going on, Eric? Uh, Golden Eagle says, so dude was petty criminal and then uh, Federates gives him a job and finishing black nationalist groups. Yeah, basically. He was a double agent. Think of, like, uh, for the gamers, <laughs> uh, Splinter Cell double agent. Like, he was, or Hydra, like some of those people. So he was on the FBI side, trying to get the back for himself, survival of the fittest, and on the other side, trying to be, like, Black Power, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah, it was, um, so he was our main, it was, Fred was our main character, but it was also Bill O'Neill was our main character. So we had two main characters in this film. So next, we have Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> we gotta talk about Lakeith. So Lakeith plays as Bill O'Neill, the double agent, the spy, right? And I want to go to his wiki just to show you what he's done before. Uh, he's done a lot of films. He's done a lot, uh, and he's only uh, twenty-nine. He's a fellow millennial, right? Fellow millennial, doing his thing. Uh, he was in the Purge. Uh, all of the Purge, not that great of a uh, series. Whatever. He was in Selma. Okay, fair enough. Dope. Uh, straight out of Compton. Okay, nice. Snowden. Get out. Also in Get Out. Um, the Incredible Je Jessica James. I don't know what that was. Um, War Machine. Death Note. Yes. Yeah, so this guy, this guy played L in Death Note. You guys remember? I always make the joke how like you gave the character who's supposed to be L, but he's black, playing a character named L. Like it is just it's kind of jacked up. But yeah, he was in Death Note, right? So that's where I know him from. Also, uh, he was in... There was another one he was in. Let's see. Sorry to Bother You? Yes, yeah, Sorry to Bother You. I tried watching that film, but I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Uh, let's see. Uh, he was in The Girl in the Spider Web, Uncut Gems. He, that, that movie was good, I heard. Uh, with uh, Adam Sandler. Let's see. The Photograph, I heard, was also good. With Michael Block. And then we have, of course... Um, this movie, this weekend's release of The Judas and the Black Messiah. So he was really good in this film. Um, he was really good. You know, his character. And what an interesting character to play as, right? Because he's playing a character that's in the movie, you won't, you hate him. Like, in the movie, you you hate Bill. Like, you, you're not cheering for Bill at all in this movie. You, you want him to get take an L. You want him to actually just die. Like, die L, die. Like, you want L to take an L in this movie. You don't, you don't, you're not cheering for him at all. Like, he's a asshole. Like, you, you want him 
to have punishment for what he did in this film. So, and I say it's funny because um, when, when it comes to black people, right? And you've seen that we've seen this on even black YouTube that um, if you play a character that's hated, you also get a lot of props for that, right? You get props for being someone who's hated, right? And funny enough, because the audience hates Bill, it causes us to also remember him more. You get what I'm saying? Um, so I do, I will remember his, um, this movie a bit more, especially with his character from this one, because why? Because I wanted him to take a punishment. I wanted, like, I hated him. Like, I, I really did. Like, especially at the end of the movie, that's why, and I put this triggering perhaps, because it will trigger you what happens at the end of this movie. It's like, really? Like, really? Like, in, but with his acting, I'm like, this was good. This was really good for, on him. So, Lakeith and Daniel did great. Um, the characters are great. Great, great, great. Um, next, we got Jesse Peemans. Jesse Peemans. If you recall, we've seen him in uh, Breaking Bad. So, Breaking Breaking Bad fans out there, we've seen him before. Uh, the Glorious One says, Not true. Black people could not stand Tyreek from Power and still to this day really okay oh oh, oh. The, the glorious one i didn't watch um i i tried watching power but i really couldn't get into it so um yeah well wait oh the glorious one could it be is he the people hate him because of his acting or because he's a bad character because in this film right i don't hate um like it's not that I, not that he's that uh, like, like he's did a good job playing the character. It's just that his character is hated because of you know the whole double agent thing he was doing, you know throughout the film. Um, well, we'll talk about that. Well, this conflict and stuff like that. Uh, but back to Jesse, Jesse um, Piment, um plays Roy Mitchell. Also did a great job, and we remember him from Breaking Bad. Um, he's you know what the thing about Jesse I've noticed is he's he's a really good bad guy <laughs> like for some reason um he's just better off being a bad guy in most of his movies and that's okay um yes gold eagle bill o'neill yes bill o'neill was interviewed in 1990 or actually maybe 1990 1989 and in the beginning of the film it actually documents the original interview of uh bill o'neill before the movie actually starts so yes this is bill o'neill that guy uh, no cause he portrayed his father and his actions and went more with his mom okay okay i never actually watched the power but apparently people like it um glorious one but yeah jesse was also good so so far three of these guys great three of these guys on point uh next up dominique fishback so let me see uh okay this is the uh deborah so deborah johnson was the um hampton's partner and mother of uh the child she wasn't bad. Although, of course, this is the love interest, but in real life, she was the love interest. So, you know, um, she was fine. I mean, I didn't have any problem with her. Um, I didn't have any real problem with Deborah. Um, I would just say when it comes to, I mean, she did good. For, for her part, she did good, right? Um, next up, Ashton Sanders. Now, Ashton Sanders, you guys remember him. Oh, some of you guys may not remember him. Um, really good guy, another good actor. Um, he's been in a lot of good stuff. Straight out of Compton, Moonlight was good. Um, Equalizer 2. 
um, Native Son. Let's see, Captive State, All Day, All Day and a Night. There was another film he was in. Oh, Wu Tang. Yeah, Wu Tang, the American Saga TV show on Hulu. Yes, 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 yes. So he's been in a lot of uh, a good you know amount of films. Just starting out, of course, young guy doing his thing. And I was surprised to see him in this. I'm like, oh wow, look at him getting more good films on his resume. So this is good for him. Um, he did good too. He did good too. Um, we have Martin Sheen. <laughs> yeah, so Sheen was here as um, J. Edgar Hoover. Uh, he was in the movie. I mean, he just played a Windows XP dude, so <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty easy. Um, let's see, Darrell Britt Gibson. He was Bobby Rush, co-founder of the Black Panthers in a party in Chicago. Um, so, okay. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, he was he was good in RZA. Uh, he was good as RZA. I can't even say he wasn't. Uh, little Rel, little little Rel Howery. Let me see. As oh, okay, as Wayne. Okay, this guy. So he he played Wayne. He was like kind of like a pimp character. Um, I'm gonna talk about him soon. Uh, let's see. Algie Smith as Jake Winters, a Black Panther member. Yes. Uh, yeah, Jake. Yeah, he was all right. Let's see, Jermaine Fowler, Jermaine Fowler, Mark Clerk. You had uh, Dominique Throne as Judy Harmon, another member. Uh, Robbie Longstreet as a special agent. Uh, Terrell Hill as George Sa uh, George Sams. Uh, some of these characters I don't, I'm not going to remember. Amir Cheatman as Collins and Caleb as Bob Lee. Now, I'll say this about the cast. Some of these characters I'm not going to remember. Just going to be honest, <laughs> I'm not going to remember some of these characters. But the ones that I remember the most is, of course, Ashton's character, Daniel's, Lakeith's, even uh, especially Jesse's, and Dominique's. So I'd say five. Out of all of these, five of these guys stand out like crazy. And that's probably for, for a reason, right? They did really good. I'm going to say the... I'm gonna say this. They did really good. And here's the thing about biopics, right? I'm coming. At, I'm coming as a a casual this viewer who doesn't know all the different histories and stuff like that. I told you guys, I'm a STEM dude. I'm not a history dude. So when it comes to these biopics, yes, I am extremely interested. Uh, so I'm coming as this a casual viewer, right? Who doesn't know all this stuff? But when I watch this movie, I'm like, oh wow, this makes me want to research stuff. So that's why I like these biopics. But I will say this. Just because you're a biopic doesn't mean you're a good movie adaptation, right? Some biopics suck as movies, so we gotta we gotta consider that too. But cast the cast was good. The cast was good to me. Um, it was good, right? All right. So let's see. Let me move this away. Um, let's see. Oh, and funny enough, let's go back to Lilith. Lilith actually had an article. Uh, where he was talking about how he needed mental health. I thought that was interesting. So not that one. Let me see. This one. So it says, Elizabeth, uh, Lakeith looking for a therapist. So he said that, um, of course, he played the brainwa uh, he played, he played a brainwashed man in Get Out, a mute philosopher in Atlanta. Yeah, he was also in Atlanta. It was also a good show with Donald Glover. Um, he was in a, a Sorry to Bother You and all that stuff. 
Uh, it says uh, it says in a new interview with Lovell, the actor discussed the toll playing O'Neill in a Shaka King's duos in The Black Messiah took on his mental health. Said the new film, of course, follows O'Neill as he struggles with the decision to assassinate Black Panther um, Party Chairman Fred Hampton, um, played by course get out daniel kalua in the scene where i had to poison him a lot of it didn't end up making it to the final cut oh, okay that's why that's why but we shot me mixing it in kool-aid and i had to go through all those motions he said with somebody like daniel who i just respected as a human okay let me see where else it says as an artist and as an artist as fred hampton it felt like i was actually poisoning chairman fred hampton he says co-star Dominique told him that sometimes your body doesn't always differ, uh, differentiate the experience from your imagination. So sometimes your body thinks that's real, everything you're putting it through. He explained, it's no wonder I've been feeling so stressed out and having panic attacks. So he, this thing actually caused him to have panic attacks and stuff like that during the whole acting. I realized going forward before I step into something like that again, maybe I should have a therapist. He said later he confirmed that he secured a therapist this year. Yeah, so, um, fair enough. I mean, look at, uh, look at Heath Ledger, right? Heath Ledger's Joker. I mean, that was pretty insane, right? So, you know, some of these roles, yeah, it could definitely, uh, you know, attack your mental. So, uh, you know, um, it, it was a hard role to do. I feel like it was, for him, it was a hard, this for any actor, because you're playing an actor, you're playing a character that's going to be a hated, like, you know, like hated to a really really deep level you know um but he did it uh craig craig Dickai, what's going on bro uh hope you're doing good uh craig actually i want to um i was gonna um send you uh, a message on twitter about something that we need to uh collab on but this is good like well not that he's he has to get therapist but the fact that uh what him doing this role is good for him right so now, you know, because of him doing this role, now it's like, oh, well, the future of Hollywood belongs to Lakeith. I'm like, slow down, <laughs> okay? Slow down. Yes, he did good in this film. Doesn't mean we've got to start riding, 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 ride cowboy on this guy, right? He did good, does not confirm anything about his next project, right? He does have some good stuff out there. He has, you know, like I said, Atlanta... You know, those other films I mentioned. So he has some stuff on his record, track record, that is nice. And especially this, right? So let's just see how he does. Especially at the age of 29, millennial. He has a long time to go. So let's just keep watching him from afar, okay? And see what movies he does. Hopefully in those movies that they're great as well. Hopefully he gets good screen time, good writing for him, good characters, all that good stuff. So when I see these type of hype articles, I'm like, you guys need to relax. It was one movie. Let's calm the hell down. You know, and you know, the Hollywood and media, they know they like to do this. And I just think it's, it's, just, it's funny. Uh, right. All right. So we talked about the cast. Um, let's talk about um, music and soundtrack. For the most part, um, this is a biopic. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily care about the music or soundtrack in this. Um, I did hear that I think Jay-Z and some other people did some work on this. Um, I guess we could look at that real quick. But for me, it's kind of like, well, I'm more focused on the movie 
Um, let's see. Okay, yeah, we have. Okay, we have a long soundtrack actually. Uh, it says per, uh, con, con, uh, composed by Mark Ilium and Craig Harris. It features an original song title "Fight for You," uh, performed by uh, her, who also co-wrote it with D. Mile and Tara Thomas. So we got a couple of tracks here. But like I said, <laughs> I don't necessarily care about the tracks because I'm focused on the movie. Um, so there's that. So fair enough. Decent music. I mean, but you're, you're, it's a biopic. You're not going to focus on the music, right? You're not really going to focus on that. Fair enough. Um, action scenes. Now remember, once again, this is the problem. This is a biopic, so it's not really focused on, hey, let's see things blow up and stuff. Like, no, no. It's, they're trying. The only thing you may see is uh, the cops fighting with the Black Panthers, the crowns fighting with the Black Panthers, um, them doing, you know, kind of you're seeing crimes and stuff like that people getting shot yeah you're gonna see those things right so you know it's a biopic it's not really like you it would be weird to say ah it's just not enough action like it's a biopic you're right so there's that right um so uh let me go over some of the things i because i wrote down some things when uh when i watch these movies i usually like write little tiny notes so in the beginning of the film, we had uh, our main character Bill acting as a cop to steal from the crowns, um, and that was the opening scene. And I really liked how that scene was filmed. Um, you didn't. I actually thought when I first watched the movie that he was actually a real cop. I'm like, okay, he's a real cop. But then we find out that uh, he goes inside this bar, or whatever. The crowns find him and say, "You're not a damn real cop. You're a damn fake." So he's actually been faking to be a cop. To steal people's cars hijack grand death auto right and the opening scene is basically teasing us about what he's really going to be doing in the future right which is to be a spy so i thought that was kind of cool to have that little connection there um i was interested i was that kind of got me it got my attention when i first started the film that was uh, pretty good right um for people that are just coming in or people who are coming in coming out be sure to like the video uh subscribe if you're new um we will be talking about spoilers so if you haven't seen the movie you had all weekend to watch it <laughs> you had all weekend um they're not big spoilers i mean it's you can look up what happens in real life like so it's not like a big like like it's not like mcu or whatever um uh, so yes yeah, so using a black man as an agent into the black panthers See, like I said, my knowledge of all this stuff is extremely low. What's going on, sir? What's going on? I don't know. I don't know a lot about this stuff. Okay, so <laughs> okay, like I said, I'm a casual watching this film, right? So I'm just a casual. I didn't know that there was spies in the in the Black Panther party. I didn't know that. I heard of the party. I just didn't know there were spies. I'm like, okay, wow, interesting. Like it already kind of grabbed my attention. I'm like, okay, wow, this is kind of cool. So let me learn this. Let me see what this is about right and so that was kind of cool uh, roy you know gives bill it's like hey man you know do this for us and we'll do this for you so bill is trying to get the bag you know he's, this is on some survival of the fittest type mindset he's trying to do whatever he can for himself and you know he goes to mr clean roy <laughs> for the deal so he's basically signing his soul away to mr clean and he does this for money cars whatever uh, materialism, materialism crap and this is why he does it 
not knowing that he was going to get influenced by him actually joining the Black uh, Panther Party, right? Throughout the film, we're watching him getting... His conflict is he's slowly getting into this, this, this role, but he's starting to kind of get influence from Fred Hampton because, you know, Fred's a very um, upright brother, uh, wants to help the community, you know, I guess you would say pro-black, a real pro-black. He wants people to, he wants black families. He wants uh, black families to succeed, black men, women. He wants all that stuff. You know, he's putting all his effort and time to build and help his community out, right? And, you know, he's influencing a lot of brothers. You know, he's even, uh, he's helping kids out. He's, uh, uh, Coco, uh, Coco T, what's up? He's uh, helping kids out, uh, building clinics, uh, helping kid feed kids, fill children. Doing all types of good stuff. Like, Black Panthers are doing great stuff. They're like heroes. Doing good stuff. And he's seeing all this good stuff, and he's like, man, this is legit. Like, he, like Bill's like, see, like, this is some legit shit right here. Like, he's like, you know, he's getting corrupt. He's like, you know, dark side between, light side between dark side. It's like, I actually like doing this stuff. Like, he's helping out the community and stuff. So, you know, he starts, you know, having a kind of like, you know, like, you know, Fred's his actual real brother, right? You know? But then on the other side, he's on the dark side trying to help Mr. Clean so he can get the bag. It was really extremely jacked up, right? So throughout the film, you're seeing Bill, you know, do but during all these speeches and all these um, these uh, encounters with the, the the group, he's like he's starting to feel like a part of a team, right? And it was also funny, um, the guy, the guys who the crowns who he tried stealing the car car from back in the beginning of the film see him in one of these uh, scenes where the Panthers are trying to you know do a collaboration with the crowns and get them on their side to, to work together as brothers, right? And some of the guys see him. He's like, you know, he tries to look away, right? Because, you know, he doesn't want them to find out. Uh, no. Yeah, thank you, uh, Coco T. Yes, this is on uh, HBO Max. Um, HBO Max exclusive, pretty much. So if you want to see it, you know, subscribe to HBO Max, man. HBO Max is getting really good, by the way. It's, uh, its quality is definitely rising. So I love the conflict of Bill. I love this conflict. I love... You know, the cop, because it's not easy. You know, he's having a hard time. You know, throughout the film, you know, he'll, um, he'll help, he'll help the Panthers and then have to leave the Panthers and say, okay, back to being selfish, back to being on myself. You know, holding that lie throughout the film, um, was not easy for him. Extremely, uh, hard task for him, right? So, I thought that was interesting. I like his conflict. Um, also, we have, let's see, what else? All right. So we have the Crowns Panther conflict, which, that, like I said, that was new to me. I didn't know, you know, that, I'm, I'm learning that, right? And then we have, oh, here's a good one. So I think it was Roy. Roy. He's like, uh, or it was either Roy or Roy's commander. He said the clan and someone said the clan and the Panthers are basically the same people. I was like, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, like, that's how they tried to convince this guy to turn to the dark side by saying the clan and the Panthers are the same people. They're just different skin tones. I'm like, really? Like, wow, that was something to deal with, you know? And I'm wondering, and, and then it's funny that we talk about the, the actor uh, dealing with mental health. I'm curious about the actual real person, uh, Bill O'Neill. How is his mental health throughout when this actually happened? Like, this must have been crazy. Like, how did he even, how is he able to sleep at night? doing this type of thing you know because remember in the film he had nightmares of him getting shot you know him dying right i mean stressful like 
Like you're an agent, you're you could die anytime. Like anytime you could die by the crowns, the cops, the panthers, random nagagas, uh anyone. Like I mean, very very interesting like how this like his mental. I'm like, "Wow, man, how do you deal with that?" You know? Because a thing a thing about um this whole story is, well, I'm not sure and I, you know what? This this is why I like biopics, right? Because I like it because it makes me want to research more. So after the film, I'm probably gonna watch that uh, documentary. I want to find out how long was Bill doing this? How long was he playing an agent? Because you know that can really mess up the mind. You know, Coco uh, T says Bill should have just did his time instead of becoming an informant. I agree. I I agree. Coco T, that's that's a good point there. He should have taken his L instead of getting the greater L, which he got at the end of the movie. Just take your time and just come out and then just, you know, follow on your business. But now you took a bet. You took a bigger L like this L. I mean, I don't know how you're going to sleep at night with that. And we'll talk about that later. A cool one. Okay. Yeah. I saw the price too. Is that, yeah, I'm going to check out, I'm going to check that out, man, on my free time. I'm going to check that out for myself. Um, Cause I think it's worth, I think it's worth look, looking into, you know? So um, but let's keep going. Um, so, yeah, uh, the clan and the Panthers are the same. Like when I heard that, I was like, huh? I was like, I was like, cringe. Like you know, it was like cringy. Um, the conflict of Deb. So the conflict of Deborah. Um, the um, basically, you know, Fred's boo boo. Fred's boo um, was interesting because she was. Um, they first liked each other, you know, she was kind of a, uh, you know, she helped the Black Panthers, you know, she got pregnant with Fred, so she's a mother in a very bad time. She's a mother in a terrible time, actually. Um, not the best time to be a mom, right? Uh, Fred is in jail, uh, she's pregnant, you know, they're not married, none of that stuff. So basically, the people that are watching her are fellow Panthers, like, you know, she's chilling with the Panthers, like, hey, Panthers! Help me! Get me! Get me some napkins! Get me some uh some hand moisturizer! I, I need help now! Like that's like she's basically getting help from the Panthers. You know, bad timing, especially with all the violence and stuff like that. I was shocked that she did did she didn't die. Like I said, this spoiler review and breakdown. Be sure to like the video. Um, uh, I was shocked she didn't die. Like I was shocked like she didn't get shot or injured. Like like all this violence, you're still alive. Like <laughs> like you're just. I guess you're just really blessed or something. Like you just was you were never a target. Like that was interesting. I'm like, okay. She just happens to be, you know, no no problem with her. Like she she survived. I was like, wow. So her conflict is, yeah, being a mom, but being a uh, a partner to a person who there's a, a scene where um Fred is freed from prison. You know, he does the whole speech, I'm free, I'm free speech. And he says, yeah, I'm not going to die by illness. I'm not going to die by sickness. I'm not going to die by my heart. I'm going to die being high off the people. And see, you, you're putting fear into the partner, Deb, because Deb is on the front row listening to, you know, his partner saying, I'm going to die. You know, like that's, I can see the conflict with that in her. Like, ah, I just got pregnant though. Like, I, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. I completely understand her struggle with that right so that was good right um i think that's something that's good when it comes to these films is if a biopic or not to have conflict 
Very important thing have to have in a movie. And like I said, so far the conflicts are really awesome. Although this was a real biopic, you know, it's sad, but um, conflicts are good. So her conflict was nice as well. So now we have the conflict of, uh, again, we talked about conflict of Bill. Um, okay, another point. The importance of brotherhood. And I think this was interesting now because what, how we look at, this actually connects to what we actually go through right now with the community. Um, survival of the fittest, the crabs in the bucket. What what true brotherhood is and what true brotherhood isn't was also kind of mentioned, kind of sprayed, sprinkled upon this this whole movie. You know, when um, when Fred went to jail, it's almost like everyone went to jail. People were the morale was low. Everyone was depressed. You know, people were trying to um, help him, um, free him. They wanted him to be free. They were trying to rebuild. Uh, the Black Panthers, because you know his their headquarters got destroyed. Um, but you know, once he came back, the welcoming he got back, um, you know, they were really concerned about him. Uh, you could tell even just in general with the Black Panther Party, like just the the connection it had through everyone, even the young kids. Like when the headquarters blew up, you know, even to the kids, like the kids looked at them as like heroes. You know, hey, you, you guys need any help? When the, when the thing blew up, they're like the kids were like actually wanting to help. They came into the direct uh, headquarters like, hey, can we help you guys? Like, um, you know, you're our heroes. Like, can we help y'all? Like, okay, wow. So, you know, they were seen as heroes to some people, right? So I think um, brotherhood was the thing. Now, when I say brotherhood, right? Well, we got to think about the opposite of brotherhood, right? And that was Bill, right? Because Bill was the agent. <laughs> Bill was on this get the bag, survival of the fittest, you know? And it's funny that and it's also, it was, actually, it's not funny. Actually, this is not funny. Um, this kind of relates to what happened, right? Because, yeah, Fred dies, right? Fred dies. And the reward, the reward that, this is almost, the reward that uh, Bill gets is almost almost embarrassing. Like, when, I, when we see what he actually gets for what he did, I'm like, you asshole. Like, this is what you want? Like, this is... This is all. This is what you wanted. So you did all this for that, you know. And you talk about brotherhood, right? But if you think about it, black people kill black people for some of the stupidest things currently in the today's time. So it's like, well, damn it, that actually connects. Like sadly, like brothers kill brothers over dumb things even today. Like maybe even today and tomorrow they'll do the same stuff. I'm like, wow. Like you, you got brothers killing people over women, over materialistic crap, over little arguments like they do this all the time now like wow this is kind of you know sad and unfortunate but it does connect to today's time you know so that's another thing so the theme theme of brotherhood with the black panthers and fred i saw that but then i also saw the opposite of of um of brotherhood with that of bill you see because bill is what honestly bill is a very common person in today's world <laughs> Bill is a lot of black people right now, like which is actually kind of sad. What's going on, Ray? It's sad, but Bill is a person who is very common in today's community. Yes, the guy who will who, uh, backstab you. Yes, the guy who will take money over your life. 
indeed the guy who you know yeah he, he's a very common person like well like this is like oh and when i'm watching this movie that's why i'm getting pissed and like god damn it it connects i'm like i'm like god damn it like you know, i didn't want it to connect but it just did like ah my uh my uh, nerve naked brain i'm like ah it's tingling I'm like god damn it i don't want it to connect but it just does i'm like ah, this is terrible um this isn't much of a spoiler because most of us know how Fred was killed. Great, yeah, yeah, because it's a biopic. Yeah, so it helps because, you know. But hey, I said it in the title, spoiler review breakdown, so we're just going over it. People coming in, be sure to like the video, subscribe, share the video. But yeah, um, that's the sad thing about it, you know? And because I'm a casual, and like I said, I'm more of a science IT guy, and I'm not a history guy, I'm not a social studies guy, I've never been. I never been in my life, never will be. So this, watching this was like brand new to me about his story. I'm like, what? I'm like, yo, Bill is like a lot of black people in today, like today, like it's crazy, men and women. I'm like, wow, the connections. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, Ugh. so the importance of brotherhood and the opposite side of brotherhood, the survival of the fittest. Yes, that was, that was Bill's whole thing. Um, the conflict of Roy. So Roy also had a conflict, right? So there's a couple nice scenes with Roy. Because Roy, you would assume that he he's playing a role as, okay, he's a cop. He's supposed to be racist, right? He's supposed to be racist, but to what I from what I saw, he wasn't that racist. He was just kind of like amateur racist. Like you got the cops who are like, ah, we hate black people. And Roy's like, well, I mean... You don't bother me. Like <laughs> that's the type of that's how kind of how like Roy was. Roy wasn't like I'm a guy. I hate these the gaggers. No, he wasn't like that. He's like, eh, black people. I mean, I don't know. Like he's just like that's how he was. So I'm like, interesting that like, he has to play this character. Ah, I hate blacks. Nah, he has to hate. He has to play this character. But then on the other side, he's like, eh, eh I don't really care. Like that was kind of cool. I like that. That's his. That's his conflict. He's not. He has to play portray. A, a hate for the blacks, but on the other side, down in the center, it's like, eh, I mean, eh, they don't bother me. I don't, they don't, they don't bother me. I don't, they, they don't bother me. I don't really care. Like, I, I like that. That was kind of cool. That was kind of cool to see, right? So that's his conflict. Um, really good conflict. Like, he'll talk to his commanders, and then his commander's like, well, and this is, this was a, a really good, um, let me see if I got it in my notes. Let me see. Uh, uh no okay so he talked to his commander and his commander was like oh, well i have a question for you roy you know you, you have a daughter right it's like what would you do if your your daughter brought a negro male i'm like what <laughs> you, you try to you, you just drop the bomb of the question right in his face he's like my daughter's an infant I'm like what are you talking about he's like well i mean i'm just saying like what if you know your daughter came to your door and said hey man hey dad here's my boyfriend and he's black and he's a negro i'm like really and he's like why, he's like, why the hell would you, I mean, we're talking about my daughter here. Like, what's going on? Like, why are you talking about my daughter? And he's like, well, you know, uh, if we, we can't, we can't let them win. Damn it. We can't let them win. If, if your daughter brings a black man to your house, that means we have lost the battle. They'll destroy our way of life. I'm like, wow, really? And then Roy's like, um, okay. <laughs> like, 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 you know, of course he has to take the commands from the boss um yeah cool yeah i yeah great job of the cast um really good really good cast uh yeah i'm with you on that 
Cass is a uh, five stars out of five stars for that one. Um, really good job. R Roy, great character. You know, uh, Fred, great character. Uh, Bill, great character. Deb, great character. So yeah, I agree. So Roy was interesting because as sometimes he would have to play the bad guy. He's like, you know, Bill, if you don't do this, then I'm going to hunt you down, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. You know, and there was a scene where Fred's doing it, one of his speeches, and, you know, Bill's like, yeah, black power. <laughs> and then Roy's in the, in the crowd like, yeah, black power. Like, <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Like, he was like, yeah. He was like, he was cheering in the crowd like, yeah. And then he was like looking right at, uh, right at Bill. I'm like, whoa. Like, on some like, you know, like, and, and, you know what? You know what? Once again, that connects to me again because it's kind of like, like I said, you know, Bill had to sell his soul to Mr. Clean, right? And to me, that scene kind of reminded me of like, kind of like how like, you know, a lot of like um, religious movies where like devil related movies where, you know, like the devil's watching you. That's that's what it kind of felt like when you're seeing Ray, uh, Roy, sorry, in the crowd looking at Bill, like cheering, like he he's trying to blend into the crowd, you know, during Fred's uh, speech, but he's trying to look at him like, you know, like he's like out to you know he's he's out to look at you hunt you down and stuff and I got like wow that was uh that was good. He says uh, Coco says uh, Bill and Fred's character played in get yeah 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 right 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 yeah <clears throat> yeah they did so yeah Roy was good too man Roy was good and then, like I said that actor always plays a bad guy like, he plays bad guys really well maybe because of his like facial expressions or something. Like he doesn't—he doesn't have to try so hard at all for him for his stuff. Like he just seems evil, just because. Like, I don't know. It's weird, but yeah, Roy was great. Uh, let's see. So yeah, um, Bill leaving crimes and and cop wars. So like I said, he there are a lot of scenes where okay, the Panthers are getting attacked by cops. Um, there's some scenes where Bill just leaves. He dips, and because of this. Cause and effect, things happen. Think people get arrested, people get killed because he just he'll exit he'll exit the stage and say, "Oh well, see you niggas later." Like they just leave. Like yo, Bill, that's jacked up. But remember, he's playing double agent, so he's not trying to get involved. He'll throw away his little costumes and stuff. He'll throw to get his guns away. Nope, do do do, run away. Like wow, really, Bill? Really? Like so he did that a lot, and you know. The, the movie wants you not to like him, right? The movie doesn't want you to like Bill at all, and they have achieved that mission. I hate Bill. <laughs> like, like I, I don't like him. Like, it's just, throughout the movie, you're like, God damn it, Bill, like, you're an asshole. Like, and he is, you know? And he does it well, you know? Uh, so he does that. Let's see. Um, yeah, so like I said, um, Fred went to, Fred went to jail. And the thing about the jail scene, you know what? I can actually, okay, we can finally critique something on the critic side. His jail scene was extremely short. Now, I don't know because of movie time, they made it short. Remember that the movie is two hours. His jail time was extremely short. And I, I don't know if there was anything that, you know, I don't know if there was any extra material that it could have added, maybe from the real story from the actual people, but um, his 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 jail his jail scene was extremely short, in out in out just like that. I'm like okay, um, so I don't know if that connects to the actually real really happened, or maybe there just wasn't enough material to 
um, be on screen for that. Maybe they chose not to do that. I don't know, but his jail time was extremely short for Fred. I thought that was kind of strange. Just a little quick note on that. Um, so he did a lot of speeches. Like I said, Fred was a really good character. Um, he was for the people, by the people, um, high off the people. And, you know, you could definitely see that uh, true brotherhood um, through uh, Fred. You know, and Daniel did a really good job with that character. I believed him. You know, I believed him. Right? Um, oh, and well, this kind of connects with Deb. So when Deb had a kid, when Deb had the kid, you know, he was telling um, Fred, hey, you know, you just came out of jail. Like, is our kid going to know, you know, be focused on your Black Panther stuff? Or is he going to know, you know, what we bring to the table as parents? You know, that, that conflict. I'm like, yeah, okay, this is this is good. Good dialogue between um, them talking about being uh, uh, parents. And then you hear Fred, you know, I'm going to have two kids, three kids, four, maybe even five. And like, and, you know... You hear him say this, like, you know, he's going to live long, but you know he's going to die. It's like, God damn it. Like, Bill. Like, you know, like, Fred's here all excited. Oh, I'm about to have a kid. I got a family. Yeah. Like, he's all happy and jolly. Man, he's like, you feel bad because you know he's going to end. His, his life's going to end. It's like, ah. You know, you know like, so, yeah, it, it kind of sucked. Right. Uh, let's see. Um, yes. So they wanted Fred to die. They didn't want him to go to jail because they said... Going to jail is not enough. Going to jail is not a solution. It's only a short-term solution. So they're like, nah, they want to kill that dude. We don't want him to be alive. We want to kill him. They stated that. And, you know, um, when Roy told Bill, um, yeah, uh, can you give us the blueprints of Fred's house, please? Could you please? He's like, what? I mean, why? Like, what, you want me to kill him? And... The expression that Roy had on his face when Bill asked that question was just like priceless. I'm like, yeah, this guy's a really good actor. Like the, the, the face he made to say, he didn't even have to say yes. He just looked at him like, man, acting like, you know, that, that was pretty damn good. Right. Um, so let's go back to uh, whose character was that? Uh, yeah, Wayne. Wayne so he he appears in a bar in the movie um he meets Bill and there's a, there's a small dialogue and Wayne's like hey man you could just kill him with some of this stuff this little dust and I was like a drug or something um it was a very short scene and Bill's trying to like hey who are you where are you from like are you are you the cops like what's going on this random guy who's dressed like a pimp at a bar tells him, hey, you know, you could just kill him like this, you know. It was really weird, you know, like, and then, you know, he's trying to get answers from the Wayne character, and he just goes away. Like, like okay, so can you explain where Wayne, who Wayne is? We didn't get any explanation. That kind of sucked. I'm like, who's this Wayne character? Like, he pops in, pops out, and then he's gone. Um, the only really reason he was in the movie oh because he's gonna give bill the drug to 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 make uh fred drink right and like we said in the article they said in the article they had to cut that scene out so there was a scene where he must have mixed it with the kool-aid or whatever and he drank it uh, we didn't see that in the movie by the way that was not in the movie um we never saw that yeah 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 roy probably set that up but i, I want to 
I wish I would have saw a scene of, you know, something of some more dialogue with Wayne, you know what I'm saying, uh, Coco? That's all I'm saying, right? But fair enough. Right? Um, so then, this is when it gets bad. So the police, because they, you know, Bill over here told him of the uh, blueprint. Oh, well, yeah, here's his blueprints. And, you know, he says, um, the police find him. The police find the place that they're at. And they shoot up the place like a bunch of uh, gangsters. And based on the actual facts, because <clears throat> after the film, they show you a couple of facts. They say that the um, the police shot 99 shots in that place, and the Black Panthers only shot one. 99 shots versus one, and they, they're the one who got in trouble for it. So, I mean, the scene was terrible. Like, they shot up the place like a bunch of, like, uh, gangsters, like a drive-by. It was just, like, crazy. They went in and just shot up the place, the walls, everything, right? And uh, some people die, some don't. A lot of people get injured. And sadly, Fred's there, and in the, in, in there, he's asleep, he can't wake up. The wife's on top of him, trying to wake him up, of course. And, you know, she's forced to leave the room, leaving Fred in the bed. This is t this scene was was like this. It was terrible, and you know he can't get up. That whatever he put uh Bill put in that drink, he just can't get up. Um, to me, I I assumed that he had uh he was he died in his sleep, but the cops just shot him anyway, right? They shot him anyway. He was gone, and uh you could see they were the actual face expression of the the partner uh Deb while they did it. Man, that was ooh that scene was something. You know, because they, the way they shot it, they had the camera where you saw her face, and in the back you saw them shooting. You couldn't see Fred getting shot, but you saw the the, the sound of the gunshot. I'm like, ah, oh, man, yeah, that was uh, something, right? And then, last but not least, you know, Bill gets his reward, and this is the dumbest thing. This is the dumbest part of the movie. Um, he gets his reward. He gets. Roy gives him a gas station and a couple dollars. Um, now, to me, they look like $1 bills. It was like he got a key and then he got a couple dollar bills. I'm like, and Roy, the way Roy tells him, hey, man, you know what? You know, you did well, blah, blah. Here's your reward. You got a gas station. You're now an owner. Congrats. Like, I'm like, what? So you did this for a gas station and some dollars? You killed one of the most pro-blacks ever, you know, community, everything. Hey, women, kids, men, let's all get together. All that stuff for a gas station. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, this asshole. Like, this was some dumb shit. Like, that you could see his face. Like, yeah, you took an L, Bill. <laughs> like, you took a huge L here. Like, he was like, <laughs> like, it was so stupid. And then the movie ended, I'm like, God damn it, like, for a gas station? So you wanna, so, so you wanna pump and dump, <laughs> and you wanna literally pump and dump, and this is what you, this is a W for you? I don't know what gas station it was, but he got a gas station, I'm like, what? So you, so now you get the pump and dump, and Fred's dead. This is not a victory, bro! This is not a victory! That was, I mean, I think pissed me off. Like, Bill, you asshole! Ah, that thing pissed me off. Extremely. So, and then it gives us credits of what happened. It gives, it gives us credits of what happened. And he said that um, after he did the documentary, like, he, he committed suicide. Bill committed suicide, I think. Um, he committed suicide, right? 
Um, they said that the uh, well, they showed us that the ma uh, Deb is alive actually till to till this day, and the son. And I think um, they both helped in actually making this film. So that was uh, really awesome for them to do that. But yeah, Bill is full full of regret, looking like an idiot. And I can I see why you know when I saw him, they said that he committed suicide. I'm like, oh well, go figure. There's no there's no that makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, for what you did to get some lame ass gas station says but they can still blackmail him with the charges they got on him right 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 he's not safe even after he got that gas station i mean he's not safe man that was stupid that was stupid so yeah i need to watch that um that documentary on and they, they say they aired it on a uh, uh pbs which is kind of shocking but yeah i'm gonna check out that uh documentary bro but that was it. That was the film. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, Bill, you suck. Like, so yeah. Triggering, perhaps? Indeed it was. It was triggering. Right? It definitely was a triggering experience. For sure. So, is it worth the watch? Hell yeah, it's worth the watch. It's definitely worth it. I would definitely recommend watching it at least once. Um, especially if you're like me, who's like a casual and you're just like, you don't know the history or anything like that. You're just kind of like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Watch it. I mean, great cast, you know, you does pretty much the story and plot is pretty much finite. You already know it's a biopic. Um, go ahead and watch it. If you have two hours now, another question Would you, is it worth getting on Blu-ray? Eh, I mean, what, to, what could they possibly add to a Blu-ray? collection i don't i guess interviews and stuff but i'm sure you can search that you know throughout the interwebs so i don't think it's worth blu-ray collection um not this one it's good movie worth the watch i don't think it's worth getting on blu-ray though i guess if you want to support kugler i guess go ahead and get it on blu-ray um but yeah um i wouldn't get it on blu-ray but it's it's worth the watch for sure so I wonder what happened to the woman who was in the, the, sh the shot out in the shoot out with them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, the the girl with the fro. Yeah, she got arrested, and we didn't see what happened. So that's a good point too. <laughs> Ray says I got too much anime and Hollywood TV shows to catch up on. I know Ray. Sorry. I mean, trust me, me too. Like, there's a lot of stuff to catch up on. So sadly, you'll have to add to see your your log of stuff to catch up to. But it was a great movie, man. Oh, that was a great movie. Um, so let's quickly look at the scores here. Man, like we actually went went past the hour mark. I didn't know I was gonna go past the hour mark with this one. So uh, IMBD gave it a seven point nine. Man, this was dude. We we actually went after past the hour on this one. Seven point nine out of ten. Let's see what reviews here. User reviews. Yeah, it was a good watch. Solid movie. Yep, yep, yep. Uh oh, let's see. Of course, nines, nine, ten, tens. I want to see someone who gave it a one. Because <laughs> I know how people are when it comes to this type of movies. Uh, let's see. Eh. Did anyone give it a one star? Wow. One stars, here we go. It says, it's just appalling to involve religious anything to a movie that doesn't mean what so many believers believe. It means respect to be respected. Disgusting. Wow. Crap. Propaganda glorifying a terrorist organized. Oh, you see what I'm talking about? 
a terrorist organization pathetic tired whoa -oh, tired of the black hypocrisy and the gross ignorance of their ill-behaved whoa children god throwing fits because they want to steal rather than work you see this whoa I told I knew there was going to be some people. It says 99% of all the movies made in today's U.S. is simple, silly, foolish, and unreasonable fallacy. So this is, okay, cinematic terrorism. Wow. Woo. Uh-oh. <laughs> I knew there was going to be some crazy, let me see. Okay, three stars, four stars. Let's see. Okay, okay, four stars. Fantastic subject, terrible movie. Says the story of Fred Hampton, like Huey Newton and the Black Panthers, need to be told. It is so relevant and important. Partly, the emphasis on socialism and Rainbow Coalition could not be more timely. But the execution of this movie is awful. It is boring. It's a biopic, people. <laughs> it's a biopic. The character, and this is where biopics get kind of. That's why I said not all biopics are that great, because it's true. A lot of them are not, like, entertaining. Ah, oh, explosions. Ah, oh, no, it's not sci-fi, you know? Action. It's not that. It says, it says, Fred is poorly developed. Too much emphasis on the Judas character. And worst of all, the dialogue is very hard to understand. No, it's not. Seriously, for all those people giving it 10 stars, please go back and watch Malcolm X. If this movie deserves 10 stars, then Spike Lee's movie deserves 10,000 stars. Yikes. Difficult to understand. I really wanted to see this film. I was, was disappointed after the main character's language. What? Could have done with subtitles as is. It was quite difficult to understand what they were saying. Not true. Okay. Okay. Uh, interesting. Let's see. Not bad. It's, all, it's still a letdown. Okay. The film did not dive into... Fred's words and politics nearly enough. If you knew nothing about Freddie Newton and coming into this film, you would leave thinking there were some violent cop killers. Okay. This film missed the mark. It is a good watch. I guess when you are bored, it is a accurate enough depiction of Frank Hamden's life. I do not believe so. Great acting in a poor movie. Okay. I mean, huh. Okay. Let's just, let's keep seeing. Uh, Okay, uh, good film, good actors, interesting plot. The film is not is not for a gr higher grade than seven. Any rating above that, especially all these dozens that people give, is a reflection of politics and ideology and not the quality of the film. P people tend to give too high marks to promote a film or send a plot political message. So strong characters, good acting for main roles, scenes full of tensions. Surely a nice movie to seat comfortably and watch. Okay, the acting was good. Everything else was good in this movie. I enjoyed watching it and would strongly recommend it. Okay. Huh. <laughs> if you know the Bible. What? Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, sevens, okay. Okay. Okay, then, okay. So, 7.9. Let's just round it to an 8 out of 10, right? All right. So let's see, let's close that. Let's go to Rotten Tomato. So this is one of the better movies of 2021 so far, regardless of how you feel politically. Yeah. So Rotten Tomatoes, 96 and a 93 audience score. Pretty good. That's a really strong rating there for uh, Rotten Tomato. Um, let's see what we got here. Let's see. 
top critics. Oh, um, let's see. Without knockout performances comes an ex examination of the uh, need for uh, revolutionaries when pushing for the real change. Sandsville nails the role of the betrayer whose actions are tense with greed, fear, and yes, love. Bill is so slippery and has so little sense of self that there's almost no self at all. What an exciting talent King is. Okay. The movie mourns what might have been and acts with what we'll never know. It says, uh, King in this feature debut serves up an ugly if little known chapter of American history as well as a lesson how unrepentant racism and out of control authority make for a tragic combination okay let's see all critics while the onset of the narrative struggles at times to remain on a singular path and distance itself from black Kangas Khan it's the performers that keep the film together says Daniel Kaleo delivers on Oscar worthy performance. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um I do see Daniel getting a, a Oscar for this. For even even Lakeith. Lakeith or Daniel, honestly, for this movie. That's a good point. That's a good point. So let me see here. Let me see. So we got eight out of ten on here and we got let's just say yeah a 9 out of 10 9 out of 10 here pretty good ratings uh metacritic we got a 8 out of 10 medic score user score 7.6 right so across the board when we see uh critics here we're seeing a must-see eights nines tens um which is not so bad so uh, let's say, oh, and Coco says, good job on the review, bro. I'll be checking out more of your life. Definitely, uh, definitely, uh, Coco, definitely be sure to subscribe, bro. We do movie reviews every now and when there's a good film out, then yeah, I'll definitely check it out. But I'm going to give my score and then we'll end here. Um, so I'm going to say this, this, and I go with cool is right. This one is, is one of the, this is a quality film from this year. There's not a lot of good movies that are out this year. This is definitely one of them, right? So I'm going to say this is definitely worth a watch. I think it's not worth the Blu-ray purchase, though. Just saying that. Just, just my opinion. But I'm going to give this... Uh, and, and this is the thing, right? I got, I'm kind of considering... I kind of consider the biopic thing, too. Because remember, to make this movie possible... Let's, let's, let's keep this in mind. To make this movie possible, they had to have gotten the green light from the actual family. Right? Uh, Deborah and the son. So to, for this to even hit the screen, <laughs> they had to get the green light from the actual family because they're still alive, apparently. So that's if they got the green light from them, then they did the the main objective of this film was to be a biopic. And it looks like it did it right because they actually I'm sure they helped with the film. So for me, if anything else, I'm going to give this like a nine out of ten. I mean. I don't do 10s. It's hard for me to give movies 10s because I feel like no movie's perfect. But for me, I think this is a 9 out of 10. Now, granted, I don't do I don't like doing 0.5, so I'm not going to do 8.5s, whatever, or 9.5s. I think a 9 is a, is a pretty fair enough score. Really good movie. Um, runtime is fairly long. 
but it did make me want to research more, which I think is also good for biopics. <laughs> if you do a biopic, you don't, you're not, you're not, you don't want to, if you don't, you're not going to like, if, if a biopic is not going to, if a biopic doesn't make you want to research more about that specific person, then it's not a good biopic, right? So this one actually makes me want to research it a lot. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it was good. Um, Daniel and uh, Lake Keith, yeah, you guys did your thing. But anyway, guys, um, we are actually at the one hour 20 mark. Um, I'm not sure if, if any of you guys want to say anything before we end here, let me know. Um, if not, uh, we can go ahead and end it. So I will put the link out for anyone who wants to come up. But, um, you know, if you don't, that's okay too, because we're already past the um, hour mark. But for anyone who's seen a movie, you know, want to say your two cents, you can go ahead and join the stream real quick. And we'll get out of here. But yeah, man, 9 out of 10 for me, for sure. So if you want to say your two cents, definitely join. Uh, go ahead and uh, click the link and get on. And we will be out of here. And that's a good point, too, because, I mean, what other movies have come out this year that have been, like, amazing movies? That's a good point to really think about. Not, not too many, actually. Not too many at all, you know? Uh, appreciate it, appreciate it. Okay. Uh, if you guys are good, I can go ahead and end it, because we are kind of long, we're long-winded here on, on this review. I had to go in though. Uh, let me see. Well, yeah, that's uh, okay. I guess we will we'll be all right. Um, I guess if anyone has their thoughts, they can just say it in the Discord or something, or say it in the comments section. Yeah, just write your. You're watching the playback. You can just say it in the comments. Um, but anyway, guys, uh, have a good rest of your day. More videos coming. Like I said, be sure to check out the community tab for different types of memes and posts and updates, polls. But yeah, definitely check out Judas and the Black Messiah. I think it was worth the watch. I think you'll definitely enjoy it. Um, definitely, if you and definitely check out HBO Max. Anyway, guys, I uh, will peace out of here. Have a good rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we all lived through the seventies. The clothes, the music. The heartwarming but rarely amusing Ziggy cartoons. Now, later, who are we to look at these two fine young men and say, you there, I sit in judgment of you. Riddle me this. That there could be more to the case than meets the eye. Adulkin! Kiss Files starts now. Or the stone pudding or something. I mix up some herbs and I come up with a dandy glass of this bicarbonate of fig leaves. You got it!